the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager on this Tuesday. Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. I feel like I was placed in a time capsule and forwarded to the future. I wonder if the year 2021, which sounds so surreal to people from the 20th century, what does it sound like to somebody born in the 90s? What is the psychological impact, if any? I don't know the answer, but I, 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 I wonder. In any event, the President of the United States and the Democratic Party wish to spend, what is the next sum of money on infrastructure? 3.9. Isn't, don't they do it at point nines? It's just somewhat like, you know, ah, it's not 10 bucks, it's 9.99. Four trillion more dollars above the how many trillion of the stimulus, the second stimulus? Two trillion. And the, I'm sorry? Yeah, one nine. We'll round it out. Okay. And that's six. And how much was the first stimulus in the Trump uh, administration? Sorry? That, no, it was more than that, I think. Take a look. Take a look. My friends, do you realize, if I'm not mistaken, a trillion is a thousand billion. The country was already in terrible debt. What, what are the assumptions with these expenditures? But I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't be nearly as disturbed if they were honest expenditures. Half of the 1.9 trillion is just going to bail out democratic states that just pay more and more money in pensions to unions. It is the essence of corruption, and it, it, it hurts me, because I've had to undergo a reorientation in the last year, I admit it. And I am open to criticism of having been naive earlier. I hate naivete in adults, but if I'm guilty, I'm guilty. I expected a, a little more from Americans. The corruption at the top is so is at the CDC, the FBI. I guess if it has a three-letter acronym, it's corrupt. NPR, PBS, CBS, NBC, CNN. It's really, it's it's not what I expected. To spend all this money on, on states and cities to bail them out after being so profligate and spending corruptly. They don't have to face the consequences of what they did in L.A. or New York or elsewhere.
I wish I had an answer. I won't m- spend many time, much time in my life on I wish. Here's a wish. I wish I could know for certain that the Georgia vote was legit. I'm not saying it wasn't. And I'm not saying that I'm convinced it was. And I, there's nothing to be done about it that I know of. The reason that I would like to know it is because I would like to know, did Republicans in Georgia in any number not vote because of anger over the election, the national election, and thereby turn the country over to crooks, to malicious crooks? Many people need to do penitence, none more than a Republican in Georgia who didn't vote in the runoffs. The trial has begun. I was watching Tucker Carlson last night. Apparently CNN is is, uh, sort of wall-to-wall the the, uh, George Floyd trial. And he pointed out correctly the zero attention paid, like to that poor Pakistani driver, the Uber Eats driver. What city was that in? And he was uh, two girls, just hijacked his car, then smashed it on, onto his body, and he died. But uh, what the hell? Washington, D.C., right. Charles M. Blow of the New York Times, one of the angriest of the Times columnists, and that, that uh, uh, that is quite a statement on my part because the uh, Times columnists drip with anger at this country. But Charles Blow may, may get the award. He, he acknowledged that he teaches his children that whites are out to get them. These children of privilege. He went to Minnesota and he, he said it was hallowed ground where George Floyd died. That's what he called it, hallowed ground. That's what happens when you need a substitute religion when Christianity in the West dies. Other things become hallowed. Well, the headline in the New York Times is that the prosecutor said, believe your eyes. And my, uh, my producer reminded me of a point that I have made in my teaching of the Bible many times that the Bible doesn't trust the eyes. Do not follow your eyes and your heart after which you prostitute yourself. It's almost never correctly translated. They find the biblical text a little too severe. Happens on a number of occasions. The eyes, follow your eyes. Hmm, follow your eyes. 
by the way, I don't know, did their eyes not see what happened before the knee on the side of the neck? Will they show that video? I mean, I have to believe they will. How much time the officer spent trying to get him peacefully into the police car, and he resisted, and he's a very strong man. And he kept saying he couldn't breathe prior to anything happening. And fentanyl was found in the autopsy. Believe your eyes. I wish they followed that generally. Did they say believe your eyes with regard to the riots? Not talking demonstrations, the riots of 2020. I believed my eyes on that, I will admit. Because that was the whole story. You can't believe your eyes if you don't see the whole story. But we saw the whole story with the burning of police cars and the burning of buildings and the smashing of store windows. Leading to something that reminded me, and I very rarely use this, but it did, reminded me of pre-Holocaust Germany under Hitler. When I saw with my own eyes and took a picture of it in Santa Monica, California, half hour from where I'm broadcasting, a sign on a boarded up store or commercial place, black owned. Tell me how that differs from Aryan owned in 1930s Germany. How is it morally different? Leave this store intact because a certain race owns it. That's what we've come to with the left in the United States and elsewhere. The president keeps telling you to wear masks. I keep telling you don't wear masks outside, please, I beg of you. Please follow science. Please follow common sense. Please do not further destroy social intercourse in our country. The dehumanizing masks. They're a sign of fear. That's all they are. They're worthless outside unless somebody sneezes in your face and has COVID. And even then, who knows? One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the one hundred percent drug free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. 
I'm Dennis Prager. I've gone through this uh, mask issue for a while with you. By the way, yesterday, in, in regard to the, the lockdown, there was a caller that I didn't take. A very fair question. Since I opposed the lockdowns, what would I have recommended? Right? Isn't that a fair question? You're anti-lockdown? Okay, Dennis. What would you have recommended? I'll tell you what I would have recommended. The quarantining of the vulnerable and anybody who is too afraid to go out. Nobody should be forced to go out. And everybody else should have had a normal life. But there's one massive additive. Everyone would be on therapeutics like hydroxychloroquine and zinc and ivermectin. The pursuit of a vaccine rather than therapeutics may end up to have been brilliant and wonderful. One doesn't even negate the other. But the, the medical profession has disgraced itself over and over. I have such contempt for the CDC that I, I think that it's corrupt. One of the C's stands for corruption, and another C stands for cruelty. CDC had nothing to do, as far as I know, with the policy that you can't visit a dying relative or friend in the hospital. While they claim that masks work, you couldn't visit them. If that is not cruelty in the name of safety, then I don't know what is. That Americans put up with that? That you poor folks who had a loved one dying alone and you didn't smash the hospital door down to get in? I wish you had. I would have. Be arrested. Let my dad know. Let my mother know. Let my friend know. Dennis smashed the door down to visit you. The corrupt uh, medical profession had him arrested. Nurses could visit you. Orderlies could visit you. Doctors could visit you. Nurses could visit you. I said one of them twice. But your child can visit you. Anybody have a reason for that other than utter and total callousness? There's another piece about the CDC I'd like to bring to your attention. I hope it was printed out by my printer. Yep, here it was. This I'd like to have this guy wrote the New York Daily News article on Ellen. What the, what they've done about opioids? The cruelty in this country toward people in horrible pain in limiting the num- amount of opioids that they could uh, they could used I'm telling you it's like disappointment after disappointment every institution is rotten just rotten the teaching profession is rotten the medical profession is rotten the FBI is rotten the CIA is rotten I never said these things never but hey evidence is evidence I wrote an article about a man, 
I'll tell you who the man was. The father of my two stepsons. Was in such horrific pain from a fall from a ladder. Unbelievable, excruciating pain. Couldn't get, uh, couldn't get painkillers. Shot himself. At his uh, memorial service, I spoke. Said I would have done the same thing. He was shot, not by him, he was shot by the CDC. They killed him. Not to mention ruined his life. Peace in the Daily News, which, by the way, is on the the left among uh, newspapers. For the last nine years, this country has suffered from a growing overdose crisis caused by illicit fentanyl, a.k.a. the opioid crisis, which is responsible for killing more than 80,000 Americans in 2020 alone. It's a lot of people. This crisis started from good intentions, and I don't believe that, but it's irrelevant, because good intentions are as important to morality as uh, whether you have a wallet made out of alligator skin or calf skin. Okay, that was, that was fair. Over the years, as poor outcomes resulted, the complexity of the situation became more widely understood. And yet, as recently as last month, a unit of the Centers for Disease Control, CDC, refused to consider changing the guidelines that have hurt people as much or more than they help. In 2009, the Obama FDA forced Purdue Pharma to reformulate their popular pain medication, OxyContin, which had been the primary substitute to produce heroin for the user on the cheap. In theory, forcing a reformulation would make conversion to heroin impossible, thus pushing users away from abuse and addiction. This turned out to be an enormous mistake. Without access to OxyContin, Users adopted black market heroin, rendered with cheap but exceedingly dangerous fentanyl, eventually becoming centralized in the illicit drug pipeline. Suddenly, first-time users, from dabblers to hardcore heroin addicts, began dropping dead. I will read to you more upon our return. Doctors are afraid to lose their license. Though I don't know why. It's guidelines, not law. I don't know. Doctors should call in. How do you look at people of excruciating pain, have a solution, and not offer it to them? I'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. There was a caller from Lawrenceville, Georgia wanted to tell me about the inability to visit her husband in the hospital. I invite you to return, and I'm going to continue on this expose about the CDC and opioids. We have today and tomorrow left for fundraising month for PragerU. If you are worried about this country, please help us fight for this country. PragerU.com, 833-PragerU. And watch our videos and show them 
to your kids and grandkids, and whatever you give today or tomorrow will be tripled. Donors have made that deal. I have a donor on. Fred Lucas in Montecito, California. And Fred, thank you, of course, for coming on, and thank you for your generosity to PragerU. Thank you, Dennis. I really appreciate the work that you're doing in Prager University, and I'm very excited that you're starting to focus on younger children. So, in a nutshell, please tell others, because you could do it better than I, why do you uh, help PragerU? Well, um, you know, I think it's it's just critical uh, that people... Uh, remember the values of this country that has made it great. Uh, remember the uh, reasons for their own personal successes and their ability to pursue, you know, happiness and, and uh, freedom in this country. And I'm really concerned uh, in watching some of what's going on in the politics in the country, watching uh, the propaganda that's being generated by the media, and, and I'm very concerned about the message that's being conveyed in our schools, you know, uh, college certainly, but I think at this point, as a grandparent, I've observed uh, problems all the way down uh, to second grade, uh, personal experiences with that. And uh, so I just think it's just really critical uh, that people who are concerned about this country sliding into socialism wake up and do what they need to do to uh, try to hold on to the country. I'm hoping we haven't crossed the tipping point, but I think this is a really good idea what you're doing on the prep program uh, because I think we need to to, uh, start with children uh, and give them an opportunity for critical thinking when they go to school. Where are your grandchildren? Uh, Well, uh, in Manhattan Beach and in uh, the Santa Inez Valley. Oh, so they're near you. Oh, okay. They're, they're not across yeah. the country. So no. do the, do you do you show them PragerU videos? Are they too young? What have you done? Uh, no, I you know, where it's appropriate, I, I certainly do. And um, when I first saw the original announcement about PrEP, um, I alerted both of my sons um, to start being a little bit more diligent to uh, – uh, to, to the possibilities that are out there to help. What, are, what triggered your concern? You said second grade. What, for example, yeah, uh, did you hear? Well, if you remember back when they had the shooting in uh, Florida, um, the Parkland shooting, uh, there was a march of students around the country to protest gun, you know, guns. Uh, you know, and I had a granddaughter in the second grade that that her class, which was a public school, her class went out to march that day. And so that wasn't driven by second graders. It was driven by the teacher, obviously, and maybe the, the whole policy uh, that the school employed. And I just felt that, uh, you know, I, I didn't expect that that's what second graders are, are focused on. It's unbelievable to me out. that they took second graders out to march against guns. Yeah, I mean, it was it was rampant all over that's uh, right. education. 
And so, uh, do you worry that do you worry that your grandchildren will be affected? Well, I, I think in some, in, you know, I don't want to talk specifically uh, just to protect their privacy, but I have I have some that are already uh, intelligently conservative, and some that have 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 uh, drunk the Kool Aid, and you know, it's just unfortunate uh, that. You know, as parents and grandparents, we have a certain amount of influence. But the reality is, uh, today, I think the kids are under tremendous pressure. That's right. To fall into the message, whether they agree with it or they don't. That's right. Uh, well, well, listen, I, um, Fred. Whoops. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, Fred. I want to thank you. Uh, you're you're a you're a model citizen and a and a beautiful, generous donor. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. That's at PragerU.com. Let there be no doubt, big tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now is the time to take a stance. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection, ExpressVPN. Every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. When you search for things, watch videos, or even click a link. Big tech companies can use that IP to track your activity and tie it back to you. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you. Defend your rights and protect your internet activity with the VPN I use. Visit expressvpn.com Prager, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Prager to get three extra months free. Expressvpn.com slash Prager. There's an article in the Daily News. We should put it up. The callousness towards people suffering on the part of the medical profession is mind-boggling. Now, of course, there are doctors individually who are just magnificent and so on, but the profession and the CDC uh, does not attract the, the finest people. That's obvious. The opioid issue, the, the the depriving of people in horrific pain, can only be explained by people who have not had horrific pain. It is not conceivable to me that if someone has had horrific pain, that they would support the the CDC's draconian rules on on opioids on OxyContin, for example. I continue with the article in the New York Daily News, paper on the left. By 2016, the CDC, under tremendous public media attention, unprecedentedly released a set of restrictive opioid prescribing guidelines written by members belonging to an advocacy group that I consider corrupt. This is the author in the Daily News. Physicians for Responsible Opioid Prescribing, PROP. <laughs> out and out corrupt. These guidelines represented an even more radical swing in the other direction 
restricting pain medication for almost everyone. Law enforcement agencies and state legislatures especially took the guidance as a hard rule that justified a crusade against prescription opioids, a crusade that would hasten the deaths of law-abiding patients and addicts alike. Five years have elapsed since the guidelines release and the overdose crisis is graver than ever. Today, millions of patients, by the way, what do you think the politics of the people uh, in the Physicians for Responsible Opioid Prescribing are? Just out of curiosity, if you had to bet uh, your cousin, cousin you like, would you bet that they're Democrats or Republicans? Whenever I see a cruel policy, I assume it comes from Democrats. And when and whenever I see further restrictions on human behavior, on Americans' behavior, five years have elapsed since the guidelines release, and the overdose crisis is graver than ever. Today, millions of patients are without access to pain treatment. Millions, millions of Americans are suffering horrific pain because of the CDC. And people watch Dr. Fauci like he's a saint. (sighs) Including children, the disabled, veterans, African Americans, and cancer patients. Yet the number of those abusing illegal drugs is virtually unchanged. Without the CDC's endorsement to remedy past blunders, Congress and public health officials will push for ever stricter and more punitive medical access for anyone who ever needs pain relief, undoubtedly creating further tragic overdose deaths. That science proves this is a terrible idea does not seem to matter to the CDC. Science, really? Follow the science. That's a phony phony left-wing phrase. You know what it's used for? Just to batter anybody who differs with them. And the public health profession appears to be about to make matters considerably worse with outright prohibitions of opioid painkillers. I'll give you an example of the cruelty of people on the left. When Rush Limbaugh had terrible pain and couldn't get uh, painkillers from his doctor, so he went, I don't know, on the street or whatever he did and got substitutes. So uh, he's described in, every time by left-wing dis- descriptions as you know a drug, a druggie, a drug addict, etc. Violated the law. So I have a question. Do mean people just gravitate left? What does leftism make you mean? I think both are true. Public health profession appears to be about to make matters considerably worse with outright prohibition of opioid painkillers. Noticing the suffering of millions of innocent patients harmed by those exceptionally unhelpful and misfocused restrictions 
the American Medical Association announced its public opposition, forcing the CDC in December of 2019 to announce an opioid work group to revise and update the guidelines of 2021. Well, bravo to the American Medical Association. I attended that meeting. Tears were shed by advocates and CDC employees alike. Finally, it seemed wiser heads would prevail. More than a few desperate patients told me afterward that if they could only hold out until the CDC corrected their guidelines, all would be well. Then COVID-19 arrived. At some point in 2020, the internal politics of the CDC shifted dramatically. Unbeknownst to the work group members, their regulatory authority got shunted to this uh, other group that he called corrupt, an infamously political arm that busies itself with the contagious diseases of gun violence and traffic accidents. If you're in terrible pain or know someone like that, I'd like to hear your story. The Dennis Prager Show. I have calls from all over the country, obviously, and they're very important. This is a very important subject. I will continue it uh, over the hour. The, The number of people seeking alternatives to OxyContin and opioids for their horrible pain because the CDC doesn't allow doctors to dispense it. Let me say on record, I'd much rather have somebody addicted to opioids and, and pain-free than someone life-ruining. I, don't, I, am, I am certain that very few people understand how pain ruins lives. It's not a matter of, of mind over matter. It's not a matter of some, you know, chronic joint pain, which is bad enough, and anyway, take relief factor for that. But but the actual, the real pain, you don't want to live. Lisa Good, you called back. Lawrenceville, Georgia, hello. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey, I was going to tell you about my husband had a transient global amnesia happened to him two Saturdays ago and um, never heard of it before. And I would have probably thought it was just made up had I not lived through it. But he lost. He, he didn't remember anything for eight hours. And um, because of his age, they wouldn't um, they wanted him to stay overnight and they would not let me go with him. So here was a person that had anything. He kept saying, how did I get here? What, did I come in an ambulance? He didn't know anything, and they would not let me go up to his room. Well, they wouldn't have allowed you if he were dying, God forbid. Right. Yes. And I believe it it really is. Go on. They're overworked. I'm sorry. I feel like they're overworked. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. I feel like it's. Okay, I feel like it's because they're overworked and they can give subpar care. Um, I stayed on the phone with him while he was in the hospital room, and I was constantly hearing things that they were telling him. And, of course, I would never have gotten that information. And I 
I would say, did you eat honey? Did you eat, uh, you know, lunch? Did you eat dinner? Did you eat breakfast? Right. Well, they claim you can't visit because of COVID, not because they're overworked. And uh, yet they visit him with a mask on, but the people that matter in his life can't. We shall return. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 